You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. Just a quick pitch, MLB DFS Podcast recording here for Thursdays. 11 game main slate. James, we're used to Thursday sort of being the smaller main slates due to the split start nature that we tend to see on Thursdays, but uh, not really the case. Only a couple of early games today. Primary slate has 11 games on tap. Yeah, big slate. Not a lot of weather. Thankfully, no course. A lot of fun to look forward to. A lot of top arms, a lot of top offenses in great spots. I'm excited for this big slate. Even though, like you said, it's been a typically smaller uh, smaller slate on Thursday, but 11 games, this is it's a good spot for uh, today's slate. Yeah, very good spot. So let's get it off at the pitching position then. Top tier, Corbin Burns at $10,600 facing a giant team that he faced a few starts ago and dominated. He had, I think it was like 11 strikeouts, I think, against them in his end of their first meeting. Not a few starts ago, but rather they earlier this season, they faced, he had 11 strikeouts against them. And we know San Francisco of late, one of the higher strikeout teams mm-hmm. in the league. So you're paying up today. You got Corbin Burns. You got Framber Valdez going up against an Angels team that he just recently faced two starts ago, had 13 strikeouts in that game. We saw Christian Javier last night struggle. But still strike out, what, 10 or 11 in like three and a third or whatever the heck it was? Yeah. The Angels still striking out a ton. So Framber's right there at $9,700. Carlos Rodon's at $9,300. He was really priced down last start, just 8400 It goes and throws a, sh- a complete game, 12Ks. They bump him up to 9300 He gets the Brewers here in San Francisco, which is a nice little spot for him. And then Tyler Anderson is at 9 k on the road against St. Louis. That's your top four starters, nine can above. Yeah, I have interest in three of them, and I leave Anderson off that list. Corbin Burns has been great lately, as you mentioned, has a dominant start against the Giants, and they're striking out a lot. Corbin Burns is striking everyone out. Match made in heaven for Burns. Brambar, 14 straight quality starts. The Angels strike out a bunch. He has strikeout upside. Love that matchup. And then Rodon. There's no reason he should be this cheap. There was no reason he should have been that cheap last slate either. But here we are again, getting him just too cheap. I guess off the back of one start where he struck out four guys and still won and still got 20 fantasy points, there's no really rhyme or reason to why his price has decreased so much. But yeah, I mean, it's a lock and load there. Not playing Anderson against the Cardinals with him pitching from the left side. That's true. I think Chalk, though, we're going to go down a little bit. Kevin Gossman at home against a Royals team, and I'm sure you've all seen the headlines by Kansas City is going without 10 of their regulars due to the country's COVID restrictions, including two basically all-star players for them, and Ben Attendee and Salvador Perez not available. But they're missing Hunter Dozier. They're missing MJ Melendez. Like, they're missing the Whit Merrifield. They're missing the core part of their lineup here. Kevin Gossman's going to be in every lineup. Yeah, Bobby Witt and friends today is... Basically, what uh, I think he's back in AAA because that's yeah. playing with him today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Gossman, even though he is coming off the ankle and hasn't pitched in 12 days, I think it's lock and load. I and mean, if you want to pivot off him, I actually don't hate Luis Castillo against the Yankees. Castillo has pitched really well lately, building the trade stock. He has two of the last three in Cincy and only allowed two earned runs over his last three games. Pivot away from Gossman would be Castillo against the Yankees. If we're looking at value for 11 games, who do you have on your radar? I mean, Tristan McKenzie isn't the value, but 8.3 is, like, very... It's a good pivot, it's it's a a good good, pivot off those guys. Yeah, it's a great spot. Hasn't allowed an earned run in 13 innings. One start against the Yankees, seven scoreless. One start against the Royals, six scoreless. Both wins. 
um, 11 strikeouts in that span. We know McKenzie does have some solid strikeout upside. He's hit seven, eight strikeouts a bunch this year. So I like that. I like Cutter Crawford a whole bunch. He's been really good, whether it's yep. been long relief or as a starter. So that's where I want to see, though. I need to see if he's actually going to start yet. I know they have him with the PP next to his name, but I've seen some reports that they may use a one-inning opener, which would kind of suck if you're playing on, like, FanDuel because then he can't get the quality start there. But Sure. But on DraftKings, uh, you can still get the win. Yeah, um, the, I agree on the quality start behalf, but on DraftKings 6.8 doesn't matter because we don't yep. get the quality start anyway. So even if there was an opener, I really wouldn't mind. I hate the rest of the position, truthfully. I, I don't really have any interest in anybody else. I think a lot of them are gas cans. I know you might throw Keegan Thompson's name out there. A lot um, of strikeouts lately. There has been a lot of strikeouts. I'm not fully sold, but he has. I, I can't deny that. And against like that. good teams too, right? Like sure. the Bra- Braves last time out, five and two thirds shutout, eight Ks. Only held the Red Sox to one one earned run. Atlanta shutout over six innings. He had a bad start against the, the Yankees, and that's about it, right? Like, yeah, he's sure. been he's been good, man. Wind blowing in uh, in New York, 10, 10 miles an hour blowing yeah. in. I should, I probably should like it more than it's I a do. Strikeout prop. That game's in, in Wrigley, by the way. It's minus 170 on the over of his strikeout prop today. What's his strikeout prop? Four uh, and a half? Three and a half. Three and a half. That's good. Very yeah, low strikeout. I got to strike out a lot, but yeah. Nine, seven, eight, three, eight. <laughs> yeah. It, that's, I feel like that's more respect to the Mets offense than it is to Yeah, work. Mets, the bottom three strikeout team last 30 days. Yeah. I don't Anyways, know. Maybe in GPPs, you could GPPs. do it. Yep, I agree with you. I'm with you there. Would you go Martin Perez at all? I know you talked McKenzie. Would you go? No, yeah, he's just struggled. Four home runs over his last two starts. Yeah, and, we uh, talked about this. <laughs> yeah, four, the four home runs is a little scary. Yeah, I think I'm out on Martin. Catcher position then. Where are you going? Will Smith against Dakota Hudson. I think Will Smith profiles well against Hudson. Hudson struggles against right-handed bats. Will Smith has looked really good lately. Alejandro Kirk. There's no official starter for Kansas City. They have listed Jackson Cower. But if that's who they're going to start, good. I mean, they're going to lose by 100 runs. So Alejandro Kirk is in play for me. Is Honestly, no matter who the Royals pitch, because some of their top arms are out due to the COVID protocol. I like how DraftKings can't figure out which catcher in Atlanta to price higher than the other. I know. It's Ben Darno over Contreras by like a 1000 bucks. Then all of a sudden... Contreras is 5,500 for no reason. He gets the all-star buff. Yeah, right? And then and then Darno's there at 49. I was talking to you before we jumped on air. Like, I want as many Braves as I can against Anibal Sanchez here. He, he allowed yeah. eight runs in 15 AAA innings during his rehab. Hasn't pitched in, like, two years. And when he last did pitch, he had an ERA of, like, over six. I don't know what we're expecting out of Anibal, but I feel like Atlanta is going to put some hurting on them. Yeah, I do, too. The only hesitation I have with either of those guys, and I guess I shouldn't, is that, like, the rest of their lineup is typically, like, is pretty expensive. Like, Riley over 5K, Swanson over 5K, Acuna sure. 6K. Like, Olsen's a good price. Some of the cheaper outfits. It's probably a good, good way to be different, though, it right? Is, like, yeah, spending up. How many times do we stack a team, and then, like, that other guy hits a home run? You're like, of yep. course I played everybody, but yep. that's your Darno William Contreras today. Sure. Um, we talked about Martin Press. You said two home runs in each of the last two games. Cal Rowley against lefties this year, 889 OPS. Yeah, has been really good. And Press again, four home runs over his last two. So three, what, 370 Woba against lefties. Hit a home run yesterday. Yep. Like one, 10 in a row. Yeah, I think Rowley's a good price. There's actually not a good play, rather. There's not a lot of value 
Oh, uh, professional hitter Tyler Stevenson yeah, gets he's, lucky. Yeah, he's the one sub 4K guy that I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's I like that one. He keeps on getting hit since he's come back. Nestor's been still been good, but he hasn't been like feels it feels like he hasn't been as dominant as he was to start the year. I don't know if you have similar. No, he has not. No, he has definitely not been right. So 100%. 319 with a 800 OPS for Stevenson against lefties, but he hits righties too. 320 with an 890. So. Dude just, dude just hits. Good cash game catcher. Sure. Value. There's none. I... Would you do Carantini against? Nah, not against no. Rodon. That's stupid. All right, you're right. There's nothing. All right, let's go on over to first base then. I like Freddie Freeman a lot. Yeah. Freeman. Three straight games with at least three hits. Two of those. Vladdy against whoever the Royals yeah, are pitching. Under 5K Vladdy again. And Matt Olson. Probably the three, like, four, four, five or higher guys that I would play. I'm with you. Mid-tier, I like Ty France at 43. Ty France, yeah, he's a good one. Especially if you're stacking against Martin Perez. Yeah, you mentioned already you want to go up against Elvin Rodriguez. Josh Naylor, 3,800. Yeah, 400 Woba against lefties. 10 10 of his 11 home runs. I mean, against righties, rather. 10 of his 11 home runs against righties, so I'm firmly in there. Yeah, Naylor at 38 is a great value. I'm 100% with you on that one. Anybody else? Would you use Yepes versus Anderson? You just like Anderson, probably. No, I don't like Anderson. Okay. But I also like that feels like a situation where I don't really like the pitcher. Also, like other than like one offs and like Goldschmidt or Arenado, I don't okay. really feel myself using. I would use Alidmus Diaz. I was gonna say Alidmus Diaz has been raking. Yeah, Alidmus too. If you're not in on Cueto. Yep. I don't know where this random resurgence for Alid or uh, for Johnny Cueto's been. Good on Kirilov. Good on Diaz. Also okay on Carlos Santana. I'd rather obviously play Ty France, but. I'm okay on I'm okay on Santana. All right. Anybody else? No. All right. Second base position then. Altuve's at the top. Simeon's at the top. Gliber, that's your top three guys. I like two. I like Altuve. I like Simeon. I don't really like Glibs. I like Castillo on the flip side. Altuve. coming off of a two stolen base game is nice. For yeah, us. He, uh, he decided, you know what? Hit 40 home runs last year. Let me just steal 40 bags this year. So, yeah, I mean, I like both Altuve. Altuve's running a little bit, too. Three stolen bases over his last 10 games. I like, Al- I like Altuve. I like Simeon. Not really in on the Yankees mm-hmm. today. Going with Cleveland sack, even though he's been very bad lately. Jimenez is 3,700 as a lefty. McNeil's at 36. Lars always had success against lefties. Not that we want to go, I don't think, against uh, against Valber here. But, you know, thoughts yeah. there. Espinal is at 3,500. You know, he's my boy. Hitting over 300 the last 10. So I think there's some good 4K options here. Yeah, Jimenez for sure. Dumped Edmund all the way to 3,300, huh? Yeah, he was really cheap yesterday, too. I don't really understand Back to back games with two hits. Yeah, I think Espinal, Lux, Edmund, India. That's like a pretty good value tier right there. Pick between those four if you're not playing. India finally starting to come around after that slow start. And we know he hits lefties well. Yep. It hasn't this year, but also just has had a bad like has had a weird year multiple injuries probably lost the game yesterday due to a three-run error but yeah the bat's starting to come bat's starting to heat up yep i agree anybody else nope all right third base position here riley as you mentioned at 53 we know you like the cleveland stack today ramirez is at 52 Ramirez at 51 bregman's at 5k yeah this is crappy because like if you're not playing Fandle, yeah you have to actually not play one of these guys Play on Fandle, you can play two of them. Yeah, it's like Ramirez is probably my favorite, but Austin Riley's last stretch of games is undeniably incredible. I mean, home runs in four or five has like 
eight home runs in July or four in the 14th day of the month. It's very hard to fade this guy right now, but like Ramirez is in an all-time great spot. Ramirez or Elvin Rodriguez has been literally terrible. And then Devers was just like, hey guys, I'm pretty good at baseball too. Bregman probably if you're playing an Astro stack, but like it's hard for me to not find 100 to $300 for the other three unless you're being contrarian and playing an Astro stack. I agree. I agree. All right, anybody else mid-tier? Brandon Jury, the GOAT. Yeah, all right, Russell Lefty. Yankee Stadium is basically Cincinnati. <laughs> and he keeps on hitting. I mean, what am I going to do? Uh, yeah. I guess he's good. I don't know. I guess he's good. We'll see. I mean, we'll see when it, when he inevitably gets traded, right? Like it, <laughs> For sure. Eugenio at 4K if you're not in on the Perez train. Him and Turner, both 4K, both too yep. cheap. Yep, yep, yep. Turner's great option. Chapman can always be that guy you didn't play in your Blue Jay stack. <laughs> yeah. Yep, always. Any other value for you? Not uh, particularly. I don't think there's anything we need to go to down here. I agree. Shortstop, then. Seager? Short- <laughs> Would you just play Seager anyways? Uh, reverse, against probably, a reverse split pitcher? Yeah, probably. I mean... He did a slump. He didn't home run yesterday. Yeah, he didn't home run. What a crapper. Yeah, I mean... Five straight games with a homer before yesterday. Honestly... Play Turner, Seager, Swanson, Bichette. Same problem we had at third base. We have it. Yeah, I probably would play all those guys. Like, I want to play a Medrosario. I'm also not going to pay 5K for a guy with, like, I don't know what the ceiling is. Maybe there's a ceiling here with Elvin Rodriguez on the mound. Yeah, I'd probably play the top four guys and then not play anyone until maybe... Xander. Xander, yeah. Then probably Xander would be the only other option probably above 4K for me. Anybody under 4K? Kyle Farmer, 2800? Yeah, Kyle Farmer. That's for sure the best option on the board. Yeah, I don't see anybody else. I don't know if you do. No. Okay. Outfield. Pick your stack. Take your player. Yeah, I love Mookie Betts. I love Acuna. Yep. Oh, great. Julio Rodriguez, strong. Yep. Yep. Home run derby, future home run derby winner. Yep. Blue Jays, outfield, always in play. All Every single one of them. Yep. Every single one of them. Okay. Yeah, for a cheap home or cheap. It's not cheap anymore. For, for a home run, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Nemo's at 46. Ian Hat, maybe? Yeah, maybe Cookie's been. I think, like, I'm going to live in this tier by half, though. Like, we mentioned T, the, all the Blue Jays. Tiasker coming off two. Zuna, 4,200. Harris, 4,100. Gets the ready lefty matchup. Sharon Duran, 3,800. Tommy Pham, 4K. Like, this is a super good tier and then you get to like Guriel 36 yeah yeah this is the tier I want to live in yeah I agree with you is Rasmussen a lefty or already he's ready Duran's at 38 Duval Rosario going with the Braves guys here yep again I'm I was stacking against Sanchez so. I think Duval probably not in the lineup okay Quan and Reyes at 3400 yeah, <laughs> sure both in play yeah. yeah that's I think the Indians are probably your popular cheap yeah. stack but it's it's war it's warranted I agree. Verdugo's at 33. We talked about Aledmus already down here at 32. Dylan Carlson versus the lefty is actually his better split. Yeah, and he's going to hit second. Yeah, $3,100 for him. I like it. Cheap Astros, McCormick. Yeah, I was say McCormick probably plays today, right? Yep, him and uh, Jake Myers both could potentially be in the lineup. Both hit lefties pretty well. Uh, Riley Green finally gets a right-handed pitcher for us to play against. <laughs> One coming off four hits in the last 13 <laughs> innings and no runs. Yeah, but he's got a hit. He's getting a hit in like five straight fair. games. So that's fair. He's yeah, that's doing fair. it. The team around him isn't necessarily doing it, but that's fair. All right, home run. I'm gonna go with 
Pick your Blue Jay. I'll go Vladdy since I saw him hit a one-handed home run yesterday. All right, I'm going to go Austin Riley. So that wraps it up. That's our podcast. Get us in Discord if you have any questions, and we'll catch you guys later.